Thank you for joining the Dark Light Podcast. Here at the Dark Light Podcast, you will find information about the absolute truth. Hang on tight as we go to discover the light in the darkness. For some reason, those who think they are helping the world become a better place and they're attempting to explain the course of history and end time events and warn people about the coming collapse the coming collapse of society the coming collapse of the economic system the political system they fail to recognize the collapse of the religious system and they hold on to collapsed inaccurate theories manufactured by the very same people who they now claim are the political elite those who are driving our economy driving our politics driving our society into the ground i have come to the position that religious mistakes religious ideologies religious points of view are so skewed that the very essence of the truth has vanished from any of the so-called theological perspectives the idea that you have a soul and that your soul is immortal and that somehow your soul goes back to god and lives on forever for all eternity while you the person your body decays and becomes nothing I have reiterated and spoken on these topics many many times and the bible is clear there is no soul but these religious talking heads and their followers people like Mike Adams people like Billy Graham people like InfoWars and 
Jones. They all mean well. They all have good intentions. But they have decided to ignore the truth. And they listen to the talking heads, the very people who are preaching and teaching nonsensical, erroneous crap that isn't even found in the Bible itself. When people like Mike Adams say, I wish I could read Hebrew so I know what the Bible actually says. Is he so ignorant that he can't find a biblical encyclopedia? A biblical process that would explain to him the meaning of the words that are translated from Aramaic into Hebrew, into Greek, into English, and other languages. There's something called a Strong's Concordance. But pretty much any biblical concordance, if it's exhaustive, has every single word that has ever been translated from the Bible from one language to another language, whether it be from Hebrew or Greek, from Latin to English. Every word found in the Bible has been numbered and given an interpretation by the translators themselves. Now, on many issues within the translation process, I take an issue because the preconceived notions of the translators themselves can hardly be hidden in an attempt to sidestep the process that they are using to translate from one language to another. As I have said many times, in the translation process, something is gained and something is lost. And as long as we understand that, we are able to paint a picture which can be very descriptive of the truth we are trying to get across. But make no mistake, you can never claim that because the Greeks believed in a soul which was older and superior to the body that somehow, because the Bible was translated at some point into Greek, that those Greek notions also must appear in the Bible itself. And yet, 
almost every theologian insists that the soul, the human soul, is immortal and cannot die. Which is the first lie told in the Garden of Eden by the serpent, the devil himself. Hath God not said that in the day that you eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt surely die? Thou shalt not surely die. And this lie told by the serpent has been reiterated for millennia in almost every philosophical genre, in every religious perspective, from every church tower, church steeple, church pulpit, this idea that Jesus is going to come back to earth and reign for a thousand years as a king over all the earth and all the nations from perhaps Jerusalem is a further expansion on the idea that the earth must never be destroyed, that the earth will never be burned up, that the earth is something other than what the book of Revelation actually states, which is a lake of fire. The concept of hell and Hades is a Greek, Greco-Roman notion, an Egyptian land of the dead lit on fire. This concept is never found within the Bible itself. And yet because the word Hades, the word hell in English is found within the translation process, many Christians assume that the concepts of the Greek mythological gods, the Greek underworld, hell and Hades and Persephone and the three-headed dog are real and they exist somewhere and that the notions of people being thrown into hell for all eternity for the mere sins of a few years or a few days or a few hours or a few seconds and they get to burn and be in agony for all eternity is not only absurd but it's not taught in the Bible itself and yet all of these religious people keep talking 
and preaching and acting as if the truth is that way because they need some place for your immortal soul, once it's lost, to go. But that's assuming there is such a thing as an immortal soul, which there is not. So the slippery path, the slippery slope, the idea that you can begin to lie at some level and then just increase the lie and make it apply to every other area of every other subject of everything else that you believe is an insanity that can only be equaled by the idea that vaccines can help you cure or prevent a disease from a non-existent virus. So let's understand that if there's no virus, then no vaccine can prevent a disease. This is basic biology. And yet, we hear day in and day out, doctors, nurses, scientists, claiming that vaccines exist for a disease that is not based on a virus. A virus that no one can find. So we can see that in the religious world and in the general public's eyes the ideologies, whether they come from so-called the science side of life or the religious side of life, are so full of diabolical, illogical sequences of lies that it makes your head spin. It's as if no matter where you turn, where you look, the facts have been obfuscated to the point that there is nothing that makes any sense. Doesn't matter what the subject is. Doesn't matter what the topic is. It's just a bunch of lies. Why people do this to themselves, why people allow this kind of world to exist, just boggles my mind. Idiots exist in all genres of life. Just because you're an intellectual just because you have a degree, just because you've spent years and years studying some minute aspect of the scientific 
world and community just because you're a physicist, just because you're a doctor, just because you're some kind of professional doesn't mean that you're not an idiot. People become stupid when they refuse to look at the actual evidence, the facts, in any case, in any situation that is under discussion. The first question that anyone should ask is what are the known facts? And those facts must be backed up by verifiable, logical data, proof, positive. In the case of religion, most people excuse the lack of data by simply saying, well, it's spiritual. And, you know, it happens in the mind, so these things can't really be proven, so we just believe them. And then they're off running with some ridiculous idea that's not even promoted in the Bible itself. But just because some talking head behind a pulpit somewhere told them that that was the going theory, the in theory, they ran with it. And then they acted like we don't have to prove it because it's religion. So we just believe whatever we make up on the spur of the moment based on the talking head that told us those bits and pieces of misguided information. In the scientific community, the same thing happens. The most basic understanding of science is that it needs to be evidence-based. But there's no evidence. There's no facts. There's no double-blind studies. And yet, doctors, scientists, continue to promote theories that have no basis in truth no basis in the evidence presented. If you're not going to give evidence-based science a chance and base your conclusions on verifiable double-blind studies, then your theory and your conclusions are garbage. Doesn't matter if your name is Dr. Fauci. Your theories are still garbage. Malachi 4 verse 3 Then you will trample on the wicked. They will be ashes under the soles 
of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty. So just here, in this very one important verse in the book of Malachi, the entire theory, the entire theological notion that hell, Hades, with the three-headed dog, the hounds of hell, actually exist is shot to hell because Malachi says that in the day that Jehovah the Lord God does this thing where he destroys the earth the wicked those supposed wicked that are burning in hell will be ashes under the soles of your feet, the feet of the righteous, and you will trample on the ashes of the wicked. This verse puts to rest forever the idea that people must burn for all eternity in the flames of hell. This verse clearly indicates that the wicked will be ashes, not burning, but ashes under the feet of the righteous. You cannot get around this verse. So what do the theologians do? They just ignore it. Never code it. Never try to explain it never try to put it into the context of the end of the world and the destruction of all things. The wicked will be destroyed from the face of the earth and from the presence of God himself. Make no mistake, there is no eternal burning hell fire. The example that we have for eternal burning hell is Sodom and Gomorrah. The book of Jude is very clear that Sodom and Gomorrah were our example of eternal burning fire. And clearly, Sodom and Gomorrah are not on fire today. They're at the bottom of the Dead Sea. So, now we have two verses. One in the Old Testament and one in the New Testament that are consistent and that lead us to a consistent conclusion, which is the wicked are destroyed and turned to ashes and they will be trampled under the feet of the righteous. 
for all eternity. There is no burning hell for all eternity. The Bible is clear. So where are these theologians? Where are the doctors? Why do they not teach what the Bible actually says? And instead, they make up fanciful ideas and theories and promote these theories as if they were factual. It is time that we call these people out. It is time that we stop following in the steps of those who would lie to us about the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. Luke 17, 34. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. First Thessalonians 4.17 After that, we who are still alive and remain and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so we will be with the Lord forever. So in these two verses we have a very clear delineation of what would typically be called the rapture theology. And when we combine these two verses with the verse that indicates that when Jesus returns as the lightning shines from the east even unto the west so shall also be the coming of the Son of Man. And every eye shall see him, even them that pierced him. So, when we put these verses together, it is clear that those who are left behind are left behind because they are alive whereas those that are taken are taken in death. They're dead. So when one is taken and one is left, the one left behind is the one that's caught up in the air to be with the Lord 
So the theory of the secret rapture is a lie. The Bible doesn't teach that. Nowhere. And when we look at the verses and what they actually mean, the whole Left Behind series books is nothing but pure fiction. And yet people believe it to be the truth. And entire churches have been built on these theological, nonsensical delusions. The truth, although hidden, is knowable. The Bible is the Word of God. And we must understand what the Word of God says in order to construct a faith-based system which will gain for us eternal life and the glorious future. It's one thing to say that you're a Bible-believing Christian and quite another thing to actually believe the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Christ said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. We must understand that there is a false religion called Christianity and there is a true religion called the Christian faith. The question that you must answer is do you want to live in the truth as it is in Jesus? Or do you just want to go along to get along with the so-called Christian world? The choice is yours. Only you can decide what it is that you want for your life. Take the time to study, to show yourself approved, a workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Have faith. Place your feet on the solid rock, which is the truth, as it is in Jesus, the Christ. You have been listening to The Dark Light. Thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about the Dark Light podcast. We would love to have you here each and every day.
to discover the light in the darkness. Thank you.